0: For all you athletes, the spotlight is always focused on what are you doing in your training sessions, your practices, and your games. But how prepared are you actually to maximize your benefit and prep yourself to actually perform at a high level? What you want to do is you want to understand what your body specifically needs to prepare yourself to maximize your benefits and gain the most out of all of the work you're doing. And what we can do is we can focus on components of an effective warm-up, And this is something that will help you in the long run get a little bit more out of each training session, perform a little bit better, And when you add that up over time, that's when you're gonna get that little bit added benefit and that competitive edge that is really going to help you to make better progress in the long run. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. We're gonna talk about things that you should consider and components of effective warmup that will prepare your body in all facets that will really help you whenever you're doing any type of training. This is the right place to learn how a multi-dimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back everyone to the h and Movement Podcast. For all of my new listeners out there, you're in the right place to hear about all of these topics that will help you to elevate your performance. I talk about everything from sports medicine strategies, injury prevention, strength and conditioning techniques, performance training strategies, and also have a lot of guest interviews that they share their journey and a lot of insights that we can relate to and take some of this to help us along our journey. For all of my returning listeners thank you again for tuning in for another episode and for everyone out there if you haven't heard some of the previous library of episodes you can check that out on all of your favorite podcasting platforms and also don't forget to check out my YouTube channel I've been putting up short video highlight clips from all of these different episodes and a short clip is going up daily on my YouTube channel so be sure to check that out for some great content if you like what you're seeing be sure to like subscribe to my YouTube channel and share these videos the audio podcast with family friends coaches teammates really anyone that's looking to elevate their performance also don't forget for more free content check out my social media accounts everything is at hnl movement so check that out interact with me if you have questions or feedback i would love to hear from all of you so you can always message me you can also email me at andrew at with all of that let's talk about today's topic which I want to go over some basic fundamentals about warmups. What are you trying to warm up? how are you trying to warm up and how will this help you in the long run to get the most maximal benefit out of training sessions, practices, and of course, perform at higher levels in your games. So I'm gonna take this episode from more of a broad perspective, just some general concepts and considerations that you should think of as far as what types of components need to be included in an effective warm up. And I think for many of you listening out there, this general perspective will give you a better understanding as to how to take these concepts and include it in your warm-ups. I'm not going to go in this video into specific warm-ups like specific warm-ups for certain sports, for certain mobility restrictions, for certain injuries. That will be for another time. Maybe I'll make more content that will go up on my YouTube channel. But for this episode, let's just talk about these basic components. The other reason too why I'm going to look at it from this broad perspective is because a warm-up can be very, very individualized. there's not necessarily a one-size-fits-all plan for every individual. And especially when you start to do training that's individualized to you, you're going to realize that your body needs certain things that will help you to actually prep for that activity again. So that's why we're going to look at this from the broad perspective. And hopefully this approach will make more sense where you can take these pieces and put them together and integrate it for what's going to work best for you. So when we talk about an effective warm-up, this is something that is going to prep you or prepare you a little better to actually execute and do the activities that you're about to do. And the first thing about an effective warmup is that it should literally do what it's called. It should actually get you warm, warm you up and raise your body temperature specifically circulation wise it's going to start to get blood flow to your extremities where we need to actually produce some force do some types of movements and this is going to help to also raise your body temperature up so that we get some of those metabolic processes going getting it prepped for exercise or something physically active. And again, this is getting oxygen, blood flow to the muscles, to the tissues that we need to start to get warm. It's also going to get us to regulate our body temperature a little bit more effectively, get us to sweat a little bit and start to jumpstart how we actually cool our bodies, you know, that temperature regulation again and also a lot of the other metabolic processes that we need to carry out exercise. Things to get energy, ATP flowing, things to get oxygen to our cells, all of these sorts of things, it's going to help to bridge that gap from being in a rested state to actually getting prepped to do whatever the activity is. And this doesn't always have to be in the form of doing a light jog or jumping on the bike. You can do dynamic mobility exercises, dynamic warm-up exercises, and do something that's going to help your body in some of these components that I'm going to talk about next, but also not where it's so fatiguing that it's going to impede on your performance or your power or explosiveness. You want to just have this low-level intensity where you're starting to physically, again, get your body warm, get that circulation going. The next thing is that, of course, with physical movements, we want to start to prep our body to carry out whatever it is that we need to carry out. Start to move in certain ways, start to access ranges of motions that we're going to need. And of course, start to turn on certain muscles from a mechanical standpoint. And when we start to do this, we're starting to prep our body to move in the ways that we're about to move. And a lot of this is done with dynamic warm-ups, some mobility drills, some low-level exercises to start to get your body to move mechanically. So I think a lot of times when we talk about the warm-ups, the physical component of working on dynamic mobility, getting your muscles warm, those are things that we automatically include. But sometimes what's overlooked is more of the neuromuscular or the nervous system aspect of a warm-up. And this is where we want to make sure that we're activating the right muscles make sure that we're actually incorporating some speed to ramp up that to kind of bridge that gap as we start to do sports specific tasks and the best way that I can explain this is that you want to work on this in your warm-up to the extent that you're creating a good burn you feel these muscles turning on but not to the effect that you're going to create long-term fatigue in that session so for example you should be able to create a good burn moderate burn That within a few minutes, two to three minutes maybe, you'll be able to be fully recovered and feel better, more prepped for your activity. That is what we call potentiation. And potentiation is this concept that you're trying to get this muscle to fire, but you're also trying to send the neurological signal to make the muscle respond and trying to ramp that up to bridge that gap again between a rested state and you having to perform your high intensity, high velocity, explosive, powerful activities that we need to do in sports. And that is the aspect that I think will help us to perform better right? So let me give an example and fill this in with some context. So let's say you're a jumping athlete, let's say a volleyball player, and you need to get prepped for jumping, right? Maybe what you need to focus on is you need to focus on activation, potentiation of your hips and your calves. So you might incorporate some of that activation, getting some faster speeds of movement in your warm-up to create that good burn, but not to create that fatigue again. And then after that, you can start to do more of your jumping things where you'll start to get your body more warm, but then you're also using those muscles a little better prior to the jumping warm-up. So you might go do some hitting drills, some block jumps, whatever it might be. And that is going to further get you prepped so that when you're actually going to practice or you're going to play your game, you're operating at that higher level of performance. And all of that is why you want a very structured, intentional type of warmup to help you again, prep your body for your sports or your activities. And along those lines, as you progress with your warmup, you're warming up all of these other metabolic processes, right? How your muscle actually needs to utilize energy systems, how to actually jumpstart your thermal regulation, right? get you sweating a little bit it raises your body's temperature so you're getting all of these metabolic processes to help you support and sustain the level of activity that you're going to do so all of that is integrated into a good warm-up and the last component that i want to talk about is about the mental and psychological aspect of a warm-up This is where you can do things, not only to get your body physically prepared, but also to get you in a good mental state to help you to perform optimally. And this is so varied from person to person. You're going to have people that maybe need to hype themselves up. Maybe they're too relaxed throughout the day before that. So they're going to have to actually increase their intensity, get their mental focus honed in on what they're going to do. And then that helps them to get mentally prepared to do their practice, workout or game. And you're going to also have people that maybe they get nervous or anxious before they perform in a game, right? Maybe they're going to have to do things that will help to kind of downregulate their system, get them more in a... Calmer, focused state where you can actually perform optimally. So those are all things that you can focus on in your warm up. That mental aspect. Start to focus in on strategies that really work for you. Help to match your mental and your physical states together so that you're ready to perform again at your best. And I think those are all things that will be incorporated or included into a good warm up for you. So those are some of the basic components that I think need to be considered and included into your warm up. And It's going to be very varied. So you're going to take these concepts and find what works for you. And this all depends on your level of activity, of course your physical fitness level, where you are in that mental space prior to games. And this may look very different depending where you're at and what types of things you need. Relatively speaking, a warm-up needs to be catered to you, right? Because you're going to need certain aspects that you need to focus on in order for you to get warmed up and ready to play. Obviously, at different levels of experience and different levels of sports, some people's warm up that may not be what someone else needs. And also someone's warm up that could be maybe too intense for someone else and that gets them too fatigued. So relatively speaking, the warm up needs to be appropriate for your level appropriate for what you need to address and appropriate for getting you prepared to do your full activity after. Again, like I mentioned earlier, typically the training session, the game, the practice, that's the spotlight and what you're focusing most of your attention on. But the warm-up is going to be that complementing piece to make sure that we can actually get the most benefit out of our training session. Another thing that I want you to think about is when you think about what activity you're trying to prep for, the higher the intensity, the higher the explosiveness or velocity of what you need to do, the higher the precision to, probably the more of a warm-up you'll need because you'll need to rev up all of these systems or these areas to actually perform at that level. So for example, if we're doing a regular strength and conditioning session, right maybe we're not going to be doing super explosive movements maybe more heavy loads controlled fashion and tempo of reps and we're going to stay at non-maximal levels today still going to be intense but it's not like we're doing one rep maxes or explosive box jumps that type of warm-up it might be less of a structured warm-up and more warming up doing the lighter sets prior to the heavier sets you still need a warm up, but that's going to be very different from, let's say, we're doing a full plyometric workout today, and we're gonna need to be very explosive have a lot of precision whenever we're doing these types of things that might need a little bit of a different warm-up maybe making sure that you're turning on all of these right muscles again because as we start to get into plyometrics we're not going to incorporate slow plyometric movements because then you're not training what you want to train right we're going to have to incorporate warm-up exercises so that when we start to get into these plyometric movements we can jump in and we're doing everything with that fast speed fast velocity and very explosive movements so you can kind of see that's one example of how you might need to make some adjustments based off of the activity that you're going to do also precision sports right if you think about throwing if you're a baseball player playing in the outfield typically your warm-up because you still have to throw accurately i'm not saying that but you don't have to be as precise as a pitcher right? And you'll see that based off of the precision of the task at hand, pitchers, they go through a much more intensive and lengthy warm-up because they want to make sure that they're working on all of these small precision muscles that need to control, of course, this explosive and high velocity throwing motion. So this can be applied to a bunch of things, right? And I think I want to share here is that in your workouts especially, you want to make sure that your warm-up just does what it needs to do to prep for your main part, the meat and potatoes of your workout. You don't want to waste time on doing all these excessive things that may not yield too much more return by doing a lengthy drawn-out warm-up and then you're taking away from what you can work on in the actual training session itself. So think about that too, because if you start to move well in all of your sets and movements in your training session, that can cut down the time of your warm up. Again, not taking shortcuts, but you want to make sure that your body is just prepped to do all of the things at a high level. Now, the last thing that I want to add on to that is that typically the more dysfunction that you're trying to address, the more injuries and issues that you're trying to overcome, typically that is when you're going to need a lengthy and more drawn out warm up because at a rested state, your body may not be operating at your normal baseline. You might be below your normal baseline at a rested state because you have excessive tightness, maybe you have some pain, maybe you have some injuries that you're overcoming, right? You're going to need to make sure that you take the time to adequately warm your body up. So you can kind of think of it like this, maybe you're not at your normal baseline you're a little bit below that when you're in a rested state. So we not only need to get you back up to baseline, but we also need to get you into that warm-up state prepped for your activities and making sure that you're going to be prepared to not only doing it safely, but you're actually well prepared to maximize the training benefits, the performance adaptations. And that is why typically when you have more dysfunction or you're overcoming injuries, you're going to need to spend a little bit extra time of doing more things to get your body prepped for activity so with all that i hope this gave you some information of what you can do to prep your body a little bit better and incorporate a warm-up prior to your activities and do this not only when you have structured practices do this with almost anything, you're going out for a run, have a five minute warm up or a ten minute warm up, depending what you need. If you're going surfing, if you're going paddle boarding, if you're going to play basketball at the park, you should incorporate something to get your body warm, so that you're not just jumping straight into that activity. And I think that will help you one to stay healthier hopefully stay looser, stay more mobile, have better recovery after your workouts. But also I know that it will help to maximize the adaptation, the benefits that you're getting from putting in this time to train, right? But also increase your performance in the long run. So I want you to think about the things that I discussed in this episode and consider incorporating some aspect of this. For more specific on warm up routines and things that I like to incorporate, Check out my YouTube channel because I'll be putting up more video content like this and resources for warm up strategies, warm up exercises that you can incorporate. So, check out all of that. That's coming down the pipeline. But this was just a brief overview of what types of things you should consider when you're trying to warm up for your sports and activities. That is all that I have for today. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Again, check out my YouTube channel for more video content. Check me out on social media at HNL Movement. And again, give me some feedback. You can also contact me through social media platforms or email me at Andrew at movement.com. For everyone out there, keep training hard. Keep training smart. Incorporate some warm ups to help you to maximize your benefits from all of the things that you're doing with training and sports. And most importantly, enjoy all of the things that you're training for, that you're doing, and keep working towards all of the goals that you have for yourself. New episodes are released every Tuesday. So I will be back here same time, same place. Until next week, have a great rest of your week. And until next episode, aloha.